Welcome back to season two of Garden Life Marriage. We have missed you guys. We took a little break so we could kiss and connect, but we're back. Refreshed. Let's get started. Let's get started. Welcome to the Garden Life Marriage Podcast. I'm John. And I'm Jocelyn. And today we'll be talking about apologizing and forgiving. Which you do a lot of apologizing and I do a lot of forgiving. Mm. You're welcome. You got some things you want to get off your breast, huh? Why is it important in marriage, apologizing and forgiveness? Uh, why do you think apologizing and forgiving is important in marriage? Well, apologizing when it's done sincerely mm-hmm. is seeing the other person's point of view and realizing you might have made a mistake in an area. I see your point of view. I'm able to sympathize with you and I want to make a change. So let me apologize for any hurt I may have caused and see how we can move forward from this. I think that's a healthy way to look at it in every relationship. Um, While I don't, I'm very vocal when I think I'm right. And I'm also very vocal when I am wrong. So I don't, I don't. Is this vocal all the time? Is that what we're saying? Right or wrong? I don't think I have a problem apologizing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I have a problem apologizing if I don't think I'm wrong. So for me, I work. I have to work on not only in our relationship, but in, in relationships in general, apologizing for the sake of the relationship. Um, because while I know that it is not always the best thing to just be right. Um, it's something about apologizing when I don't think I've done anything wrong that I still, I still work Mm -hmm. on. I think everybody does because the apologize, the the apology Mm -hmm. can be looked at as admitting fault. Yeah. And I think, of course, nobody wants to be wrong. So it's like, okay, my, especially if you're going to apologize for something. When you don't feel like you're wrong, it's more challenging to do. But you realize sometimes it's too save a relationship or keep the tension out of it. And not always just couples relationships, but just yeah. person to person. Yeah, because I think in order for you to be at a place to apologize, you have to have a relationship where someone is open enough to tell you that there is hurt that has been caused. Mm-hmm. And so that alone is the level of vulnerability that um, is needed not only in marriage, but in just relationships in general. Um, I remember with one of my siblings, we had gotten into a, a little tiff and he expressed how I hurt his feelings with what I said. And even though what I said was correct, if, if I, what I say is correct, it is very difficult for me to apologize but I remember that was when you know you talked to me you said um just apologizing for um injuring him in his feelings because that is something that I caused with my words whether they were true or not yes feelings are valid yeah feel yes that's what you said the feelings are still valid Mm -hmm. even if what I say is valid as well 
Yeah. So for me, that was kind of a, I think that's helped me in apologizing to save a relationship. Um, but I also know that there are situations where people apologize in order to avoid conflict. And that sometimes can be more like an appeasement. Yeah. Because I feel like an apology is or should be a sincere act. Mm-hmm. But there are other times where I know apologies go forth just to kind of get a person off your back. All right. All yeah. right. I apologize. And you can tell it's not sincere or the apology can be a form of manipulation. There's something you feel like, hey, if I apologize, then I can really get what I want out of this because they'll leave me alone. They'll get off my back about the situation and now we can move forward to what whatever I'm really my agenda really is. Yeah, and then you're at risk of, okay, well, if you apologize for everything, then nothing is really an apology. True. So then it's like, okay, well, what's the point of bringing something up if all you're going to do is default to, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I knew you was going to do that. I Once, once uh, it left my mouth, I knew I was like, you're going to break out, Mr. Brown. That's my Mr. Brown. <laughs> I knew it. I'm sorry. No, that's enough for the people. <laughs> That's you should apologize for that. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just the um, the quick apology without understanding, I think, can do more damage than than good. Because while you might be apologizing, you think to avoid conflict. If there is no understanding of it, then essentially you'll do the same thing again. Um, That's a key point. Get the understanding. Yeah. One thing I always with uh, with with you. Okay, if I did hurt your feelings, I want to know what did I do. Yes, you do. What did I do? And a thousand and one questions. Because <laughs> I don't want to do it again. But I, if I'm if it's a sincere apology, I also need to know. Okay, how did I hurt you? Yeah. What am I apologizing for? Because I don't like to just throw them out there. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for this. Sorry for that. Yeah. And if it's gonna be true forgiveness. I feel like you need to know, okay, he, he understands the hurt, the harm. His apology is legitimate. And if you, so there's the quick apology, the insincere apology, the apology of, you know, I'm just wanting to get you off my back. Then there is the um, apology of um, avoiding the conflict and, and trying to uh, save the relationship. But then there is the apology of, I can't believe you would think that way mm-hmm. or I can't believe you thought I would treat you this way, which in my opinion is more of a manipulative tactic of turning it around because a person is coming to you with the true, Hey, this is what hurt me. Mm-hmm. And instead of you being receptive to, okay, let's, let's talk about it. It's, I can't believe you would think that yeah. I can't believe you would, you know, you would think that I would do that to you and right or wrong. If that is your true stance, that's not the time to express it. Yeah. You know, listen to the hurt, acknowledge the hurt and then go through. You don't have to say, I can't believe you. You thought, think I would or whatever. Um, just acknowledgement, I think, of the hurt is um, is the first step. And just allowing them to speak. Hear them out. Because sometimes you think, you know, the way the conversation is going to go and you want to jump in with the apology before they even being able to share all they really want to share. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's key. Letting them really express how they're feeling, even if you kind of think, okay, I know where this is headed. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I, I, for me, one of the things that I've had to really work on is presenting my hurt without the expectation of an apology. Because I think when I go in expecting an apology and I don't, I don't get it, then there's more injury mm-hmm. because it's like, well, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't said what I said. And now there's mm-hmm. no. So I think that's also something to, to be considered, too, is when you do bring up a subject of not going in with the expectation of I'm going to get an apology. Because sometimes the closure doesn't happen at that point. So. The flip side of that is uh, forgiveness, yeah, which I think is a lot tougher than apologizing. Uh, I say in some cases, in some cases. How so? I mean, apology can often have to do with your pride, too. You have to admit I was wrong in whatever area that is before you're apologizing for something. So that can be tough to get to. The admitting I was wrong, coming to a place of, hey, let me express to you, I know I'm wrong. Let me ask for your forgiveness. Mm -hmm. As opposed to being the person who forgives, I I mean, just depending on what the offense is. And of course, there's extremes on both ends. Yeah. But I think, I think the forgiveness piece might be a little easier for me than the apology piece, maybe. I might have to give that some more thought. Again, it depends on the offense. But I do feel like the forgiveness piece is, is it happens m- many times. Yes. I don't think it's a one-time, a one-time deal, especially if you have to interact with the person regularly. Right. I mean, well, I mean, in this in case, marriage, you're talking you, about, yeah. well, I'm saying in this case, we're talk, you could be talking about a spouse. Yeah. But when we're talking about Apologies and forgiveness. Sometimes yeah. that can be family. Sometimes that can be a co-worker when you're talking about forgiving something that's taken an offense that's taken place. Yeah. And so that's when I'm, I'm lumping all that in there when I'm talking about apology versus forgiveness. Yeah. I think forgiveness, though, in a marriage is sometimes it sometimes can be a daily decision. I agree. Because sometimes the apology comes um, later in life. Like for us in our instance, you know, when, when we lived in Ohio, we lived two separate experiences. And so, you know, coming, coming to you with the hurt at that time, while you were like, yes, I understood, you understood from a different experience. Mm-hmm. And so forgiveness, uh, at least for me, was difficult because there still wasn't that base level of understanding. Yeah. I mean, eventually we got to it, yeah. you know, but it was a daily, you know, decision of, okay, this is um, the fact that we live two different experiences doesn't mean that it was a my fault or your fault. And uh, forgiveness is not, um, it's not a, let's just go back to square one immediately because sometimes depending on what the offense is, you know, some actions can trigger like PTSD. Yeah. And so, you yeah. know, uh, if I do something to you and, and I apologize for it, but then the next day I present like I'm about to do that same thing, it could very well be that I'm not. But the fact that you already have that trigger <laughs> in you. <laughs> like if I was in the shower and then you went and flushed the toilet. 
And then uh, this hot water came out, and then I see you headed that way again. I'm like, no, no. Okay, first of all, that only happened. Doesn't uh, matter how many times it happened. Uh, it doesn't happen anymore. Okay. No. That's so. Just, <laughs> just an analogy, folks. Just a story. No, that's not a. That's not a true thing. It's not a true thing. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. So, um, allowing yourself grace because really forgiveness is for you Mm -hmm. not really for the other person because sometimes especially outside of marriage the person that you harbor an unforgiveness towards doesn't even know know yeah yeah so forgiveness is really for your freedom and for your peace but especially in marriage it's a it's a daily decision um that shouldn't be used as a tit for tat like You know, I'm going to do you wrong and you do me wrong, but you have to forgive me because I forgave you. You know, it's that it, it, it shouldn't um, it shouldn't be used to manipulate. Yeah, very true. Um, what are some unforgivables? Well, I already know you're unforgivables. Do you? Absolutely. I, I always say just cheating. Cheating. I I, I, yes, is unforgivable. That's probably the main thing. Is it unforgivable or is it forgivable, but the bond can't be? Mm, oh, I yeah. say unforgivable. Yeah, I know. You already said Yeah. But you say with the Lord, all things are possible. Let him, let him he, heal you. He'd have to do a work. <laughs> <laughs> Get out his double-edged sword. <laughs> <laughs> and we laugh, but for some marriages, there are unforgivables that... In my opinion, I don't think there should be an unforgivable in marriage. Really? Yeah. Like, I mean, it doesn't mean that you stick through foolery mm-hmm. in a marriage. Yeah. But if there is an, a behavior or an action that cannot be overcome, then I think that you can still forgive and move on without it being a you're dead to me type type of situation. So, but that's just me. I mean, I know what your deal breakers are. Yeah, I mean, forgive me. There'll never be an indecent proposal where we're getting any loads of money for anything. No. No, That's the main one. I mean, and then we said, what, that forgiving doesn't necessarily mean you've forgotten it. Yeah. So. Yeah, because, I mean, you can forgive and still create healthy distance Mm -hmm. or healthy boundaries. Because once you recognize that you've been injured or hurt, um, the person who's done it might not be there to recognize how they're actually doing the hurting. So, yeah, in in some situations, I don't like I say, I don't believe in unforgivable behaviors, Mm -hmm. but I do think that there are behaviors that can force you to redirect. Yeah. And also, I just want to mention forgiving doesn't mean I'm in agreement with it. Like just because you forgave somebody for an act, that in no way means oh, I, I find it to be the least bit um, acceptable. Yeah. It's just like like we mentioned, forgiving is more for you than the other person. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And after you have these heart to hearts, you've apologized, you forgave. Go ahead and uh, connect. This is going to be a, a tricky kiss and connect. Uh oh. Yeah, it's going to be a little tricky. Because 
I know of um, a few instances where couples are harboring um, hurts that they just have not brought up to their spouses because they don't think it's that um, level of understanding there. So this Kiss and Connect is to um, address at least one topic with your spouse that, um, and this is for both spouses, not just one. (laughs) This is not a a me against you. Mm -hmm. For both spouses to address something that maybe it could be small or it could be, you know, something that you've just kept to yourself for some time now. And the objective is not for the other spouse listening to uh, really comment, but just listen for understanding um, and to validate the feelings that are being shared. And then once both of you do that, then write down 10 to 15 memorable moments shared between the two of you to get back on track. (laughs) (laughs) At least five. You said 10. I said, oh. We don't have 10 to 15. We might. I'm sure we do, but start. You can start with five. Okay. Start it's a with little five. aggressive. I'm an overachiever. Mm-hmm. All right. After you get done connecting with each other, come connect with us at Garden Life Marriage Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. If you got show ideas, send them to us at info at gardenlife.com. And we're on we're on TikTok now. Are we? Yes, we are. We're trying to be. Well, I, I, I apologize. We're trying to be. Yes. We'll see what challenges she comes up with. We'll catch y'all next time. And remember, marriage is a journey. Plan accordingly. Plan accordingly.